tuning into Ashe Business and News. Today we would like to focus on Shakari Richardson's uh, actions to call out the Olympics after Russian skater uh, was cleared after failing her drug test. As we know, Shakari Richardson's uh, case against the Olympics is that she had tested positive for THC in her system while she was knocking down all of the expectations in her bout uh, as an Olympiad uh, runner for the Olympics. And Today, I wanted to kind of focus on some of the laws and some of the things that govern athletes while they are in the Olympics. And I was able to go to, and anyone can visit the site, of course. It's Olympics, O-L-Y-M-P-I-C-S dot com forward slash I-O-C forward slash athletes. Now, this information was taken from the site with regards to how they revered their athletes who are participating in the Olympic Games in which the bylaws were built for. And it says, the athletes are at the heart of the Olympic movement. The IOC's priority is the protection of clean athletes and to support them on and off the field of play. This means that any invest investment in the fight against doping and against match fixing, manipulation of comp- competition and related corruption, whether it be for education, testing, research, logistics, or staffing, cannot be considered as a cost, but an investment in the clean athletes. Now, on the site, it goes on further to say that on the field, athletes are the central actors in the sport competition on which the Olympic Games are built. They are the role models who inspire millions of children around the world to participate in sport and reflect the Olympic ideals. Now, off the field, the IOC is built uh, on the for, uh, formation of the IOC Athletes Commission, which was established in 1981, and addition of an a- Olympic athlete as a member of the IOC Executive Board in 1999. It has also uh, increasingly um, supported athletes through career and education programs, helping athletes develop off the field during and and after their careers. Now, I noticed that was one thing that they stood by and they mentioned as far as doping and as far as the image of the athlete. And what it basically made me do was research further the guidelines and the laws and the athlete movement um, and... um, what I was able to find out was that they are very, very highly, highly, highly focused on athletes being an exemplary model of sport 
athlete who makes it to the Olympics, which I don't agree, I don't disagree with. I'm quite sure no one disagrees with that. Now, our research further is going to take us into the laws that govern marijuana use and or THC used by its athletes. And do those laws internationally group its athletes into one category for uh repercussions or actions against the athlete or do there do states and or countries have separate laws that govern their athletes when they go to the olympics those are the questions that are in order because we can easily say that uh you know we feel it is definitely wrong that you know miss richardson was taken out of the Olympics due to a THC test positive and or we can also relate to different situations that have occur- occurred with the use of marijuana like uh, Michael Phelps who was tested positive for marijuana and was able to continue his athletic journey with the Olympics not only in that Olympics where he had tested positive but a couple after that and how is it that Miss Richardson is being ousted from participating in the Olympics and the new the newest news indicates that someone else has been tested positive for the use of uh drugs and still performing and has not been removed from the games. So there is a lot of things that we need to sort out before we start pointing fingers. Again, I do feel as though she still should have the opportunity to um, perform in the Olympics for her country. Um, THC is such a big debate nowadays. You know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, she should be absolutely drug free. You know, some people have approach uh pain with a holistic approach some people approach relaxation with a holistic approach as well i could see if it was some other altering drugs for athletics that some people use like um you know steroids and other things but that wasn't the case so i mean it's not as though uh the decision to uh take her out of the games i feel was not used in the best interest of the athlete or for the game itself. So we're going to continue to research and take a look at some of the laws governed by the athletes in the Olympics and uh, what types of information do they agree to prior to accepting the role in the Olympics before they perform for all nations. So... I want to thank you again for tuning in to Ashe Groove. This is our Ashe business and news segment where news matters the most to people in our community and which they affect. Have a great day. Peace.
thank you so much for tuning in to Ashe Groove. I am the goddess with an update on new series and things to watch on HBO Max. Now, one of the series or the shows that I am currently watching on HBO Max is called The Gilded Age. I have already caught myself up this week watching every single episode. As a matter of fact, I watched one of them twice. And one of my most favorite characters on the show is Denise Benton. Uh, she plays Peggy Scott, who is an African-American writer. She's very ambitious. Uh, she was raised in New York and educated at a prestigious institute for uh, African-American youth. So she comes from a prominent family in New York as an, inspire, uh, an aspiring writer. Uh, she was just basically seeking a fresh start. And so she took on the position of a secretary for an upper echelon family in uh, Manhattan. And there she also gets to interact with who they call Marion Brooke, who is one of the main characters of the show. Now, Marion started in rural roots in Pennsylvania. And when her father and mother passed away, she ended up in New York City because uh, her aunt lived there. Mind you, her, her parents left her penniless and she had to move with family. And her aunt uh, happens to be the last living family member and her aunt is very wealthy. So the show is very, very, very good. I like the way that they cast the characters on this show. It seems like the fit was so perfect for each individual who is playing in this uh, show. I mean, it's it's almost like having a conversation. Um, it really is. Um, a lot of things that I also enjoy about this show, since I am into business a lot, it shows you some of the biggest stakes and in investments during that era in the 1800s where railroad, railroads were being built and the stock market was just kicking off and who were the key players in the family's names who were the most wealthiest and upper echelon in New York and around the, the world. So I would implore all of you to take a look at this classic series that is being played on HBO Max. Chime in on the video if you'd like to add or if you're continually watching the show like I am. I cannot wait for the next episode to come out. Um, I don't know if anyone is a fan of like Downtown Abbey, but I am really hoping that this series does extend its time to bring us more great episodes of how each individual character is moving on uh, throughout uh, these episodes to come. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Ashe Groove Business and News with the Goddess. And you guys have a wonderful day.